Yo, yo. What's going on, my man? I'm blessed, man. Like, just, was just looking for you. How are you doing? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, hold on, everybody. Hold on, give it a second. back. Wait a second. Oh, lost him. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. But right now, everybody who's tuning in, we're going to uh, Ghana. We're going to be speaking to uh, Kwesi Arthur. He is, he's, he's dubbed Ghana's king of youth when it comes to music. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? King of youth. He's, he is just making a difference, and I get to speak to him. I get to hear his story. That's what we're doing. We're listening to people's stories. Yesterday was uh, Quimina MP and heard his self-made story and how he got there. Um, today, we're going back to Ghana, and we're going to speak to Kwesi. Here we go. We got him back. My man, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm good. Like, just in the studio. Are you recording now? Nah, right now, we have to put it on pause for the interview. So right now is interview time. So hopefully hopefully, I get to motivate you into some new melody. How about that? Oh, no, yeah, I do. So I, I love it, Questy. So I, thank you for taking the time. Um, so your fans know who I am. I own a liquor company. I own a whole bunch of brands: Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion, My Past Browns, Ace, Ace and Doucet brands, Ace and Doucet. Uh I get to talk to. I'm very fortunate, Questy. I get to talk to all different artists, and influencers, and business people, and uh, and hear their stories. Uh, I call them self-made. Um, what is nice. what does self-made mean to you, Kwesi? Um, well, self-made to me like is like taking everything into your hands, you Bob. Not waiting for someone to um give you a chance. Just like taking everything on upon yourself, and like taking the necessary actions to make your dreams and your visions come through. Like that's what it means to me. Where do you think you learned that? Where do you think you took ownership and said, you know what, I can't, I can't rely on anybody else. I just got to keep going. Um. Well, I, to be honest, I don't know, cause um, I grew up in Ghana, and here everyone's like, what they pre what they tell us to do is go to school. When you're done, you go look for a job and everything. But um, unfortunately for me, I couldn't continue and go to school. So after senior high school, I was like, yo, Charlie, what am I going to do in my life? So then I decided to just follow this music path. And yeah, that's, that's how I started. Were you always interested in music? Was that your passion? 
Um, it wasn't really. I I grew up around music, and how Ghana is. You always hear music growing up. You hear music everywhere because every weekend we have like funerals, um, wedding ceremonies. So music is like part of our culture. But I wasn't. I wasn't that into it till I went to senior high school when I heard Drake's Thank Me Later. So when I heard that album, I was like, yo, Charlie, I can do this too. So from then on, I started making raps. And What was it about that album? What, what made a big difference in your life about Thank Me Later? Um, I feel like it connected to me on a different level. And on that album, I felt like Drake was talking about his life and situations he's been through, things he's been through. So I was like, Yo, no one is really doing that for people like me, for people where I'm from. Though we had artists here and stuff, no one was really talking about their story. Like, just showing the people what they really got, you know. Like mostly people make songs and, like, they are bragging about what they have and stuff. But I decided to um, just show me, show the people me, like, who I am. Be vulnerable. So, so, what ha so after you heard the album, the next day or that night, what happened? What changed? Well, I started making raps. So I listened to the album, and the next day, it rained. It rained in Ghana, and I was supposed to go to school. I remember we had an agriculture class early in the morning, and the teacher was kind of strict, but it was raining, so I had to stay home. And I just picked up a book, and I started writing. And I wrote my first 16 bars. So after it rained, I went to school, and I rapped it for my friends, and they were like, yo, Charlie, you go steal somebody in bars. So when they told me I went to steal the raps I wrote <laughs> earlier that morning, I was like, yo, Charlie, then I can do this. So from then on, I started doing more of it. So that was literally, that was the moment. You had never done that before. No, no, no. I was only writing poet, like, po poems earlier, but it wasn't that serious. I was just playing with it. And it's the fact, did you get, was there a high from the fact that people thought you were stealing bars, meaning they didn't yes, think that was yes. you? Yes, so from then on, I thought, yo, if they think I stole these, then I should keep going. Because that was the first one I wrote. So take me, what happened next? When, what happened after that? Um, so I was still in school then, senior high school. So um, I just kept on writing, going to school. Then in 2013, I completed senior high school. Yeah, and I, I was supposed to continue because I gained admission into university but my parents didn't have the finance to support that so from then on i just there was this studio in my area in my neighborhood where i grew up in community night so i went to go talk to the owner to let me manage the studio so i managed the studio for him for free and like during free times i'll just record myself and, and and did someone hear your music did someone like it did you have a song you know what i mean yeah um I was dropping online. I was putting them online. Audio Mac, um, SoundCloud. Yep. I was putting them everywhere. Till in 2015, I remember, I came to the Ground Up Studios. Then, yeah, that was it. I met people who vibed with it. So we just... Was there one song that made a difference for you? Um, well, the song that made Ground Up, the people at Ground Up like me was... Um, Oh my baby, Don't Do, this song I made called Don't Do. And it hasn't even, like, it's not even out yet. It was an unreleased song that I played for them and they liked it. So from then on, we started working more together.
Did, did people, d during this time, did you have, whether it's family or, or friends who said, don't do this, why are you focused on this? Why, are you, why, why do you want to do music? Yeah. Um, I think I had a couple of those, but the thing with me is my parents, my dad, my dad was a, is a very strict parent, but fortunately he just allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do. So he didn't, he wasn't like, yo, do this, do this, do this. But he just let me do everything I wanted to do. So I was doing it. I my friends were going to school, like, go tell you, yo, go to school, go to school. But I just focused on the music. And yeah, here we are. Is he proud of you? Oh, yeah. When, when do you think, no, uh, when do you think the first time was? When do you think the first time he realized, shit, my son can do this? Um, well, I think this one time, my dad drives a taxi. Um, so he always has the radio on and stuff because people like to be entertained. So I think this one time he heard my song on the radio called Forget College. Forget <laughs> College. That's the, that's the title of the song. And on that song, I was talking about how I couldn't go to college and like, yeah, just forget university. I'll just keep doing my thing. And like, I'll still make it regardless. So that's when he heard it and he was telling me about it. Like, I think that he knew I could do it at that point. Um, do, do you like performing in front of an audience? Yeah, I love it. Do you I remember your it. first performance? Ah, first performance. First solo performance. First yeah. solo performance was in school, senior high school. And no one actually knew I was rapping. Only like my sitting mates knew I was rapping then. So the whole school was kind of surprised. I was rapping. So the next Monday I went to school, everyone was just like teasing me and stuff. Yeah, but it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Did you, do you like the feeling of being on stage? Yeah. People like when, especially when the people are singing to you, like singing along to the songs and you can feel the vibe. You can feel the energy. It's, it's amazing. When, when you write today, I know you got a new album coming. Do you, do you yeah. still think about Thank Me Later? Oh, no, it's not at the back of my mind. But yeah, it's it's still one of the albums that's like very dear to me. So do, do other, has there been other songs or albums of other artists where yeah. it, it's inspired you for different sounds? It's inspired you to go into a different direction? You know what I mean? Um. Well, I've always been a fan of Kanye West. Yeah. And like... My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like that album, like amazing. Like, I love everything by Kanye West. And but the thing with me too is I listen to different. I listen to different kinds of songs, so I can listen to Dasibre jamming up today. Um, I like the Beatles too. Like, I didn't listen to Polo G. Like, just everything. Yeah. Polo G is great. I'm a big fan yeah, of him he's, now. He's hard. He'd be hard. But do, do they give the from an artist to an artist, does, do they give you inspiration? You know what I mean? Do they give you, do they, they make you think, you know what? I like that direction. I can do that. Or I should do oh, that. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, they do. Because me, that's how it started for me. Hearing Tank Milita, like, I thought I could do this too from hearing that. And yeah, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by good music, great music. So I interviewed, I interviewed a, uh, Kwamin MP yesterday. Yeah. And he wanted, he said, I, I asked him if he could ask you a question. And his question was <laughs> along the lines of, how do you come up with melodies and what songs do you listen to that give you inspiration? Um, 
But the melodies, they just come. They just come. I don't know. I think it just flows. Yeah. I don't because, know where it's from. Like, but, you but just show I, up and it comes. But I feel you because even on uh, even what I do for a living, I don't know where yeah. the inspiration comes from, but it's going to be there. I'll see it. I'll find it. Something's yeah, going to show nice. me the way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does perfectly. Like it and does. For 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 your fans, what what do you think your struggles were? Where did you struggle to get here? Where did I struggle? Where did I struggle? Um, the thing with me is I don't really try to remember the negatives, but um, I think finance, financially, like I was struggling financially. Even to get in the studio and record was a problem at, when I started all of this. But yeah, I found my way through. I just kept on moving. Yeah, and it worked out. It, it it comes back to just it, it, it's you're relying on you and you're gonna make it happen. Yes, like anyway, we go make them happen. Like, um, I know you got a new album coming, uh, yeah. Son of Jacob, right? Son of Jacob, yeah. Um, if you could work with any artist, Africa outside of Africa, who would it be? Drake, Kanye West. Drake Kanye West. Who's the most famous artist who hit you, DM'd you directly saying, I love your music? The most famous artist. Ah, that one will be hard. I think I've, I've had a, like a message from Burner Boy. Yeah. Yeah, like David O. Does that feel good? Oh yeah, it feels great because I listen to all, all of them. I listen to all of them and like, them getting back to me, hitting like hitting me up, like it's it's just amazing. It just tells me I'm doing something right, so I need to keep going. Do do, do you need to? I was listening to the song "Winning," which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Do, do you need? Do you need? Uh, is it two different people when you're doing a song like "Winning" versus doing like an R&B song? Is it two different artists? Um. Well, it depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, the mood, like, determines where we'll take it. So it just depends on the mood. And um, I feel like sometimes I put my shoes in, like, whatever um, position I'm speaking from, like, whatever point I want to speak from, like, I just put myself in that position and speak from it. You're like, so it's it depends almost like on the song. You're an actor, you're a character, you're playing a part. Sometimes. Sometimes I see myself like a uh, movie director, you bub. Yeah, so sometimes you're this, sometimes you're that. It's kind of like acting sometimes. Yeah, yeah no, I feel you. Um, what would you be doing, Questy, if you weren't a musician? Um, I would be creating. What Maybe though? not music, but something else. Like something, something to help people. Like something that solves problems. Like even... Me doing the music, I have other um, things I want to venture into, but I just want to be done with Son of Jacob and the album that comes after that, which is Heavy Hitter. Then I just put myself into something else. What do you think something else is? Can you give us an idea? Um, right now, I have an, um, I want to make something that changes education in Ghana, like how people study here. 
Is that based on your own experience? Yes, yeah, kind of, yeah. Could you see yourself managing other artists? Could you see yourself signing your own artists? Um, I've been working with other artists. I've been putting other artists on, but um, I'll say maybe I'll work with them. I'll partner with other artists. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I've been doing. Like I work with my brother. Um, I work with most other, like many other artists. I've been working with so many artists, so that will continue. Like there's more, there are more people I'm going, I'm going to work with. So you mentioned two albums. You already have in your head two albums. How does that get decided? How do you picture, how do you plan that far ahead? It just comes, like, it just comes. I, when my first, when my first ever EP I dropped, Life from Nkumakong, um, the I the title hit me in like 2017. Now nah, in like 2010, 2010, I was in Medina and the title hit me and I was like, "Yo, this is an EP title." So I didn't do it till like 2017 where I dropped it. So I feel like when it comes, I'll just do it. Do you ever get depressed? Do you ever get down? Um, I've been down a couple of times. Yeah. Is it music related or is it personal? What is it? I was personal. It was personal. Yeah. Um, I lost my grandma last year, like in October, and yeah, like losing her because my grandma was like the backbone of the family. Yeah. Um, she moved all the way from like her village where she grew up, somewhere in the eastern part of Ghana, and like she decided to move to Accra so her kids and her grandkids will have a better life. So she was like the backbone of our family, and most of the decisions we took in our family relied on her, like. So losing her, I felt like, I felt really down. Do you yeah. feel a sense, I'm assuming your success has made everybody else in the family successful. Do you feel a sense of responsibility now? Like everybody's on your shoulders? <laughs> um, kind of, kind of, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still working towards something. I'm not, I'm not really in the position to help everyone yet. But the little I can do, I still, I do it to help. When you were nominated for the BET Award, what did that feel like? Amazing. Amazing. Because the thing with us is um, we never catch BET live. Yeah. Here. So um, in 2018, 2017, 2016, like we, be, we, download, we, download the, um, we download the videos on like, sites and just watch it with our friends so me getting to be in a position where i went there live and seeing all these people i saw like i see on tv like gucci main i saw gucci main i saw j cole which is like one of my favorite rappers i saw nipsey hustle may he rest in peace i saw yg Migos. so seeing those people live um in such a short period of time i was like yo charlie it's possible it's possible i need to keep going um do you set goals? Oh, yes. yes. So can you tell us what the next couple goals are? What would you like to achieve? Yeah, I just, I would like to finish Son of Jacob and drop it. Yep. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. We'll get them back.
sorry. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, hold on. The good thing is we're still drinking. We're still drinking. Everybody's self-made. Questy Arthur, Brett Barish, Bel Air. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. You're back. Yeah, You're back. Sorry about that. Man. That's okay. Yeah. So, what is it? What does it mean when they say you're? How do you take it that you're the king of the youth? What does that mean? <laughs> to be honest, um, I'm I don't I don't really know. Um, I'm just doing my thing and try to stay inspired and inspire more people. Um, I feel like if that's what the people want to call me, like it'd be fine. But I mean, like, I'm just working, trying to be better. Is there is there a responsibility on your part to try to get music from Ghana out bigger than Ghana? You know what I mean? Um, I don't feel like it's my responsibility, but I'm doing what I can do on my parts to make sure Ghana is really represented and African music gets to the level it needs to get to. But I don't feel like it's my responsibility to do that. Have you been to the U.S. yet? Oh, yeah. I've been there a couple of times. Have you toured? Yeah. Um, I've done a couple of shows in London and the U.S. But yeah, I'm looking after Son of Jacob. I'm looking forward to all right. We'll, around it. we'll sponsor you and get you here. All right. Oh, sick, sick. That'll it'll be, be thank you, it'll, man. it'll be easy. Um, uh, when you think about because your fans are rapid fans, they they love yeah. you. Like yeah, some yeah. have a big audience, but the fans don't connect. Why do you think it's with you? They are connecting. What do they? What do they all have in common? Well, I feel like they can relate to the story, Bob. They can relate to the story, um, cause most most people here live below like the middle class, like way, 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 way below it. And I come from way, 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 way below that. And like most people, that's most people relate to it. So, and they relate to the story too, yeah, cause it's human. And you're just being transparent, you're being honest, you're sharing, right? Yeah, I try to be that as much as possible. Very cool. What do you, Kwesi, what do you want to ask me? What could you ask, what would you want to ask me? How did you, how did you do it? Uh, it, uh, I, nothing happened overnight. This is, for me, it's, I was late in life. I was 30, two or three before I decided what I want to do. Because oh, okay. I didn't know. I, I, my problem was I had too many ideas. And if you have too many ideas, you can't focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of relate to that. It's almost like it, I see it like an artist sometimes. Yeah. They have so many songs, they don't know what to put out. Yeah. And, and then uh, once I focused, then, uh, then life was great. And then it's just time. I, I think in the beginning, like most people, you want it fast, right? You want it yeah. now. I want it right yeah. now. Life doesn't work that way. Sometimes you just, yeah. it's a, you know, it's the turtle, right? He's got to go slow, but yeah. you'll get there. Um, yeah. But once it started happening, it just kept building. And it's a constant build. And that's what I'm proud of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it happened fast, I don't think I would appreciate it at all. Oh, great. 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 But the thing you're saying, like, about it not coming fast, I think 
ground up kind of stands for that too. Like we have this thing we say, what we say, one break a day. Yep. So you just lay break, then you lay another break, you Bob. If you break by break, step by step. Correct. But I yeah. tell a story when I was in the first four or five years, it was horrible. You know, I, everything from close to bankruptcy to losing all my money oh. to the, the taxes to just How? terrible. How did that happen? Because I, I put all my money in the business and I didn't stop paying taxes and the government was after me. It was terrible. But, but, but it was also the best moment for me because it made me realize I didn't need money to be happy. Yeah, Meaning I liked what I was doing. And if you like what yeah. you do, you, the money doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that'd be true. Um, yeah. But that, that's that been great. And then like you saying, you know, you want to give back and you want to do more for education. For me, it's, boy, I love what I do because I love music and I love tapping into other artists and seeing how we can help because I've got a, yeah. I've got a platform to do that now. I've got money to do oh, that. Sick. Yeah. I've got... You know, we've got friends, whether it's big artists like like Lil Wayne or Wiz Khalifa or Khaled. These are supporters, and and we try to help other other artists, which is just great. That's, That's amazing. That'd so, um, when's the album gonna drop? Um, <laughs> hopefully before this year ends. Yeah. Is is it done? Is it done? Um, it's almost done. We're about to start mastering. Um, and I I received um. This one last song we've been working on called Adam. Um, I we were trying to get a gospel singer on it, and we're trying and like trying to get another choir to do backing vocals for it, and it just came in. So I was listening to it, and it sounds amazing. I really like it now. Because are you surprised? About the song. I, I'm always surprised with artists. That sometimes the most successful songs they didn't think would be good. Do you have yeah, that? True. Yes, I have this song called Anthem. Yep. Yeah, and when I was making that song, I was kind of playing when I was making it. But when I dropped it, people were going crazy. And it's like one of my big, biggest songs now. What does that teach so, yeah, you? What does that teach you? It just, Charlie, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Because you never know. Yep. Yeah, you never know what's going to work. Just keep going. Yeah. Oh, Questy, I, I, your energy is infectious, man. Um, I, I, I get it. I see why you, you, your fans love you. Um, your music's great. Uh, Thank you so much. It's neat to see other artists uh, see you as an inspiration. Um, but I, I wish you all the best. If there's anything Thank we can so do much. on our side, uh, please ask. Um, if you get to the U.S., if we can help you here, please let us know. Um, but you. keep going. Don't stop, all right? Hold on. Hold on, everybody. We'll get them back. Oh, we lost. All right, everybody. Thank you. I think, I don't think he's going to come back. Let's see. I'll give it a second. Everybody check out Questy Arthur, son of Jacob coming. He said by the end of the year. 
Anything we can do? I see you brand ambassadors out there. Thank you for all the love. Keep hitting us. Keep trying. Keep hitting us. Hold on, I'm looking. Here we go. Hold on. We'll bring them back. Oh, man. Sorry about that. No worries. No worries. But I was, as I said, Questy, I appreciate, I appreciate all the, I appreciate the time and you sharing your story. Um, I think it's motivating. I think it's motivating for your fans to see and, and hear you getting there and, 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 uh, and your confidence. So, but if there's anything I can do, let us know, okay? Sure, sure. Thank you so much for having this interview. I mean, it means a lot to me. Appreciate it, Questy. We'll, we'll be fans and we'll get our audience, so get all our fans to follow you, sure. all right? Sure, cool, definitely. Cheers. And keep drinking Bel Air and Bamboo and Viona McQueen, all right? <laughs> sure. Thanks. Bless up, man. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Take care. <laughs>